0: You probably already did, but uh, make the intention, I'm going to meditate. And let this ring throughout your whole being, so that your body and your mind pick up this determination, pick up this intention. And why do you want to meditate? What are you going to do in this very session? Let that be as clear as you can make it. And again, let this motivation ring throughout your whole being until it becomes a strong determination and the ideal would be one day to say I'm determined to transform myself into an ultimate source for all beings to be able to lead them all to ultimate happiness so whatever your motivation let it become a strong determination let this determination be picked up by your whole being so that even your body is determined to achieve this objective your body having picked up this determination it seeks a posture that is conducive to meditation. So all you have to do is hold on to that determination, bring your attention to the various parts of the body and just let those various parts find that posture that is conducive to meditation. Bring your attention to the legs, just let the legs find a place that is comfortable, and stable, where you don't need to consciously hold them in place. Bring your attention along, holding that determination to your hands, and let your hands find that place that is comfortable, stable, where you don't need to consciously hold them in place. And already you should start to feel a sense of ease descending on the body. That sense of ease is your indicator that you are approaching meditative state. Bring your attention to the elbows, the shoulders, your back, head and neck, Again, let them find that place that is conducive to meditation. Where it's both comfortable and stable. And there's no need for you to consciously hold them in place. Mouth, teeth, tongue resting in their natural places. Eyes can be opened if that's what's conducive for you or closed or half-opened. And be aware of the sense of ease that you started to feel earlier. Is it the same? Is it deeper? Is it deepening? Then gently bring your attention to the breath. No intention to control the breath without any intention to force your mind to focus on the breath. Whatever else may be happening in the mind, don't bother with them. Don't concern yourself with what to do with distractions. As long as there is conscious awareness, that you're breathing in when you are breathing in that you're breathing out when you are breathing out then you're doing what you're supposed to do so a part of your mind in the background has that determination part of your mind has that mindfulness resting ease easily on the sense of ease, and the most forward part of your mind is aware of the breath, just watching the breath, breathing in, know you are breathing in, breathing out, know you are breathing out. The point where you become aware of the breath has shifted a, bit, a little bit. The sense of ease has infused the rhythm of the breath. And look at the mind looking at the breath noticing the continuity of awareness on the breath. You breathe in, you're aware of the in-breath. Follow it until it becomes out-breath. You continue to observe, continue to be aware of the breath. It goes back again to in-breath. Notice the continuity of awareness following the breath. and have the intention to keep this continuity of awareness unbroken in a very easy way, not forcing the mind to do it. Keeping this continuity unbroken while you follow eleven cycles of breath. Depth of the sense of ease. Be aware of how it's reflected in the breath, as well as the mind. sense of ease, bring your attention now to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, about an arm's length distance from you, and invoke in that space your infallible guide, the embodiment of the very object of your aspiration. appearing in a form made entirely of light. And know that this bright form, this bright presence in the space in front of you is the actual infallible means to help you achieve your goal. Hold on to that measure of conviction that you have, that you are indeed in such a presence. While holding on to that measure of conviction in your mind, show your reverence, prostrate, yourself, invest your faith, your hope, take refuge. To achieve your goal and express your gratitude, make all freeze. Your conscience, admit your faults, admit the actions committed under their influence, seeing how they are the very cause of the obstacles you are forced to experience. Intelligently regret these actions and knowing that you committed them under the influence of habitual energy. So you cannot rely on these energies, on these habits. So again, take refuge. The goal that you seek, the means of achieving it, and that you have all that you need to achieve your goal with you already. sense of strength from having taken refuge, sense of protection. And according to your capacity, make a promise to be in the future, not to allow your weaknesses to motivate your actions. Think of a definite period of time within which you will exercise restraint and make the promise (coughs) and think of something to do, to make up sense of lightness of the mind like a burden being lifted and rejoice. Take great joy in your own goodness in whatever measure you have that you are able to observe. Let this rejoicing continue and take rejo- rejoice in all measures of goodness, yours and others, from the smallest all the way to the inconceivable. of the sense of ease be your guide be aware of the momentum that you've developed so far and from within this state observe the conditions of sentient beings Your heart embrace them with compassion, with love. With your compassion strongly, intensely concerned for their for their suffering, With your love intensely concern for their happiness turn your attention again to your infallible guide that bright presence in front of you (coughs) and due to the strength we are all embracing compassion and love When you now look at your infallible guide, feel how you are connected through your infallible guide to all enlightened beings, all the infinite possible means of alleviating the suffering of all, of bringing happiness to all. a request to them that they please come into the lives of sentient beings, show them how to truly end their pain, show them how to find true happiness, and to stay in their lives to guide them until they are truly free, truly happy. further fuels your momentum. Again, find that determination and recall your intention, you're going to meditate, the purpose of that meditation and see how relevant it is to this wish to this compassionate concern, loving embrace you have for all beings. And dedicate the momentum that you've gathered so far to help you with this meditation. By the power of the positive potential you've gathered so far, may you succeed in this meditation. still carried away by this momentum, seeing the very embodiment of the means through which you will achieve your goal in front of you. Ask to come, to feel closer, and immediately feel that bright presence now above your head, shining like a million suns, Feel the rays of light filling your whole being, purifying you, removing your obstacles, filling you with all the capacities, all the realizations you need. While you make your compassionate plea for blessings. If you can recall actual obstacles that you've experienced, blessed to be free of them and see yourself being freed from these obstacles. Are there specific realizations you feel you need? See yourself being filled with these realizations. Conviction. The actual means to achieve your goal is right above your head. Now, now you aspire to become inseparable. By the very strength of your aspiration, the bright form above your head. Dissolves into a point of light. See and feel that point of light descend through the crown of your head. See it enter your heart center. There it meets your mind. And becomes inseparable. Whatever being inseparable means to you, hold on to that with affirmation. Be aware of the state in which your mind uh, is in right now. Observe it like taking as if you're taking a picture, taking a snapshot. your breath, and slowly staying aware of the breath, become aware of the body again. Listen carefully and just really pay attention to how you feel to what I'm about to say. You don't exist. And then the philosophy comes after, what did he mean by that, that. I'm listening to him, I have to exist. (coughs) but at the very moment when you heard that if you you were paying attention and if you if you uh, thought that uh, what I was saying had any value to listen to (laughs) but when you heard you don't exist as if I'm telling you something revealing something to you how did it feel? there are two ways you can uh, process this when you completely accept what is being said to you. Either it can make you lose your mind, (laughs) you go around saying, I don't exist, I don't exist, and you try to grab things to prove to yourself that you exist. Or uh, remember last time we were talking about, uh, when it comes to wisdom, there are two approaches. There's the philosophical approach, to sort of get you an understanding, a background, so you don't lose your, so you don't lose your mind. And there's the experiential aspect, what you do in meditation. And they seem to contradict each other. Okay. Uh, and how, when you're doing meditation, you're not philosoph- you're not uh, doing, uh, you're not philosoph, oh boy, philosophizing, <laughs> you're not philosophizing doesn't sound right. Does it, right? No. Philosophize it. still doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, you're seeking an experience. The idea that you, you've heard that when, when uh, you... The tagline that comes afterwards. You don't exist. And the tagline is? Self-existently. Okay? If you take that tagline into the meditation, you're not going to get into any experience. That tagline is not going to help you. You need to completely let go of every notion of what you think existence is supposed to be. Everything that you think you are, you're supposed to let go of it. The philosophy is <laughs> that whatever we, how we are holding onto things is wrong from the very beginning so you need to let go of every appearance you need to let go of everything Uh, here's something, uh, a bit of philosophy to help (coughs) with that since our mind's tendency our mind's habit is to to grab onto appearances in a wrong way so whenever you present an appearance to the mind, it's going to grab on it grab onto it the wrong way so one way of meditating on emptiness, and unfortunately and this method, although it is valid, without the, without the philosophical background, it becomes dangerous. So you stop feeding the mind appearances. So you sort of like throw the mind into a vacuum, there's nothing for it to grab onto in a wrong way. And eventually it loses that habit of grabbing onto things in the wrong way. And when the mind loses the habit of grabbing onto things the wrong way, then you can say, now you're ready to see things as they really are. Without you seeing them in the wrong way. That you have that we already that we have the habit of doing. So this meditation. Uh, this kind of meditation is what has been wrongfully uh, being presented as emptying the mind. I think a lot of people, uh, when you hear about meditation, the first thing, the first kind of meditation you hear is, oh, you empty your mind. Without the philosophical understanding why you're emptying your mind, uh, you may uh, end up emptying your mind and then you end up really just emptying your mind. <laughs> you have nothing left in there you don't even have the wrong way of, <laughs> of <laughs> holding onto things anymore you, you just have an empty mind and a mind is a terrible thing to waste <laughs> okay. so uh, if you have a good grasp of the philosophy behind it then you do this meditation emptying uh, not emptying the mind in the sense of, you uh, know, like, oh, there's a thought, let me empty it. Okay, let me see now. Do I see anything else? Let me empty it. Let me remove it. But uh, more in the sense of uh, that, that emotion that, you f- that I, I don't know if you felt it or not, but I tried to uh, invoke within you when I said, when I told you, and it's the truth, you don't exist. I don't care how you want to fight me with that, I'm <laughs> telling you, you don't exist. <coughs> it's the truth. Okay? As you are hearing this and if you think I'm somewhat serious and you're trying to process it in a serious way, the emotion that comes with that, you want to be able to just watch it, watch the mind. What's happening is that tendency to grasp, uh, you, you're, you're sort of uh, uh, stopping it from doing what it naturally does. And it's fighting against you. It needs something to grab onto. And you're denying it something to grab onto. So, it, so the fear that you might feel, the, the sense of, uh, of uh, falling that you're feeling, is that tendency to grasp onto things. Okay? That's, what, uh, that's, what, that's what the fear is about. You're wanting to grab onto something and there's nothing to grab onto And that gives you that sense of anxiety. Ah, I'm disappearing. I'm melting. I am uh, dissolving. Okay? And that sense of grasping doesn't want to go through that. Let me tell you this. If you absolutely exist, there's no need to fear that you're dissolving. It's impossible for you to dissolve. So what's actually dissolving is that tendency to grasp is dissolving and you're experiencing it as I am dissolving. So you can say your wrong understanding, your wrong way of, of thinking of who you are is disappearing because it has no real foundation. And since this is what we, we, we attach ourselves to, this is what we identify with, so we think that we are actually dissolving. We are actually melting. We are actually going out of existence. It's the feeling that you feel, well, not you feel, but uh, if you felt it before, that you're, when you're about to die, you think that I am, I am going to experience going out of existence. Existence, so far, is not completely fun, but it's the only thing I know, and I don't want to lose it. Okay. And what's coming after that, you have no idea. What does it feel like to not to exist? <laughs> but we don't want to experience that, and it's a silly thing, isn't it? If you don't exist, I mean, what you is there to feel anything? But we don't want to experience non-existence. We think not existing would be more painful than this painful existence. (laughs) So we don't want to worsen this pain, especially the pain of non-existence. (laughs) And psychologically, we've built some sort of psychology some sort, of, some sort of psychological state of I don't exist. You know, it's like I don't matter, I'm not important. So it's like a big sense of, of not being important. So it's like being not, not being important forever. <laughs> Who wants that? <laughs> I don't want to not be important forever, I want to be important. Okay. So if I don't exist I'll be unimportant forever. Which doesn't make sense, but somewhere deep within us, we believe that's a truth. Uh, so all that philosophical background, and that you have to, uh, n- let me tell you uh, uh, some statements of fact. you, no matter, there's not a thing you can do to extinguish your existence. So you're stuck with your existence forever not the way you exist, but just existing. There's not a meditation that you can do that can take you you out of existence. There's not a drug you can take that will take you out of existence. There's not some sort of high-powered yoga that you can do that will take you out of existence. There's not a being powerful enough to take you out of existence. You are stuck with existing forever. Since you're stuck you have to exist, then the way you exist is up to you, it's in your power. Okay? So take that into consideration. When you are going through your meditation, examining what you think you are, and you're discovering that the way you think you are doesn't exist, and because you are, we are identified with that and we feel that we are dissolving, just go through the experience. Yes, you're going to feel extreme fear. Oh my God, I'm dissolving. Oh my God, I'm melting. I'm melting, I'm melting. (laughs) Okay. Just go through it and see what's on the other side. Tell me what what it feels like not to exist. (laughs) Once you get there, coming out my door, you won't believe how it feels not to exist. (laughs) Okay. See what's on the other side. Okay. Uh, so here's, me- here's the meditation. Uh, so see yourself exactly as you are, exactly as you know yourself to be. When I tell you so-and-so uh, do this, so-and-so go pick up this, the you that you feel is going to pick up that. The you that you feel is, you, you, is, uh, is being referred to. That's the you, <laughs> sorry, that doesn't exist it's a bit shocking to hear that sorry Mm -hmm. but the thing is that you that image that you've had about yourself is wrong now how do you really exist I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to give you some beautiful picture because even if I tell you give you a beautiful picture you're going to see it the wrong way if I tell you that you're completely pain you're you're the very nature of pain you're going to hold it the wrong way if I tell you you're the very essence of bliss, you're gonna hold it the wrong way. Okay? So you have to get. You have to. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna use that term. You have to empty yourself. You have to completely empty yourself of all the notions of what you think existence is, of who you think you are. Let them go. But first. Prove it to yourself that you don't exist. But don't begin the meditation, oh, I'm going to prove to myself that I don't exist. All right. Let me prove to myself that I don't exist. Oh, I should stop talking because I don't exist. Wait. Who's thinking here? I must exist because I'm thinking. No. You're going to prove to yourself that you exist. That's, that's, That's the meditation on wisdom. You're trying to prove to yourself that you exist. And why do you think there's great fear? You can't prove it that you exist. And when you come up when you're coming to the realiza- uh, realization realization, um, sounds like I didn't say it correctly. Realizing. Maybe something is <laughs> yeah, you right. When
1: you're okay.
0: When you come to the realization, yeah. realization? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe my ears don't exist. <laughs> when you come to, to that as a realization, I don't exist. As a realization, then you're going s- to have a vivid experience of, of, what, uh, of that part of you that is, uh, that is always referred to as the grasping. You're going to see it, I, you will see yourself identify with it and you're going to be able to see yourself not identify with it. And it's grab- grabbing, grasping, trying to grab onto existence. <coughs> okay. Don't identify with that just look at it. Don't identify with that grasping. just look at it. And then it will dissolve. And not existing, well, I'm not going to tell you what it feels like, you you find out. And when you find out, you tell me if it's, oh, I'm not important. Or you're going to say something else. How do you get to that? How do you get to that experience? I started saying it and I distracted you. <laughs> Have, find that sense of me and then prove to yourself that it exists. Your, your, your mind is going to tell, give you a proof oh, you exist because of this. And then examine it oh, if that's the reason, then this, this, and that must follow. If it doesn't follow, then say, give me another proof. And then until all, all, all uh, reasons are exhausted, then you find yourself in that empty. You are not empty in the sense that you are like an empty space, but you are empty of all those ideas, all those convictions that are wrong, that you thought were real. Uh, so. Get your get find your identity, and what, wherever your mind goes to, this is who I am. Examine if if this is what, like for example, I am a happy person. That's who I am. And then you go into wait a minute. I remember not being happy sometimes. I remember being sad sometimes. If I am happy, I should be happy all the time. I shouldn't be feeling. I should, there shouldn't be any time when, I, when I, I feel I am sad so I am not happy I mean, that is not who I am that is not what I am and you let that go empty yourself of that grasping of you being, being happy okay so that's one thing that dissolves and then what, 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 what else comes up oh, I'm intelligent and you look at that oh, I am stupid and you look at that Okay, whatever comes up, you look at it, see if it, f- try to prove to yourself that you are that. Okay. And then whatever else comes up, until you're, you find yourself, sorry, you find yourself <coughs> floating in space. But don't begin the meditation just floating in space. Arrive there. Okay, and if you feel like yelling, shouting, go ahead we will understand. (laughs) Okay, ready? (coughs) And some of you have been given an identity, sort of went through a rebirth. You are given an identity, begin with that identity. If this makes no sense to you, this doesn't concern you. (laughs) Okay. (coughs) Right, so have that determination. Okay, I'm gonna prove to myself that I exist. Once and for all Bring your thinking to your heart centre. feel that sense of ease. It tells you the body is ready, the mind is ready. Stabilize it by observing five cycles of breath. Probably feel your sense of me. of me you have, now proved to yourself that it is absolutely you, and nothing but you. And look at really what is appearing that you are calling me, is it really you, nothing but you? If it were to go away, would your sense of you be completely gone? Staying in the whatever level of tranquility you find yourself. Again, let your heart embrace all beings, strongly concerned for their welfare, strongly wishing that they be free of their pains, whatever pain they're experiencing strongly wishing that they find happiness and let this very experience you are having right now go out to them and let it become whatever will move their suffering, let it become whatever will make them happy. you've just created this meditation any attempt to understand the true nature of reality creates immeasurable merit so dedicate this merit to the achievement of whatever goal you strongly wish dedicated to body. feel that I made the meditation clear for too many people. Uh, If you're meditating on emptiness and it seems it becomes complicated, then you're doing something wrong. It should be very, very simple, almost so simple that it seems to shock you of its simplicity. You would, uh, I'll give you one last, okay. So you begin the meditation identifying with the body. Am I the whole body or the, a part of the body? If I'm the whole of the body, if I remove a part of it, then there's not the whole there anymore, then I should cease to exist. Then you remember, uh, there are people who don't have who lost, who lost limbs and they still have their sense of I. If I were to lose my limbs, I would still have my sense of eye. So I'm not any one of those limbs, I'm not the whole body. And every organ, nowadays, can be transplanted. So it can be one of your organs. And you're stuck with the head. I'm the head, okay? Then which part, are you the whole head or part of the head? Are you the senses, the sense organs? Well there are people who don't have eyes anymore who still have the sense of eye and so and now brain. Am I the brain? That's who I am, I'm, the, I'm just the brain. Are you the whole brain or part of the brain? Which part? The left part, the right part? There are people who have, who have damaged the right part and they still have the sense of eye. And the people who have, lost, uh, who have damaged the, the other part of the brain and they still have the sense of eye. So it can't be the left or the right, so you're not any of those. And then what you've done is you remove the appearance of body. And that's gone. There's then a body. There's not a body now for the mind to grasp onto. Now you remove that for the body to, for the for that sense to grab onto. And what does it grab onto? It grab onto the the less uh, 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 physical stuff. Oh, I'm feeling. Which feeling are you? You've had this feeling, and you still have the sense of I. Well, you didn't have that feeling, and vice versa. So you're not feeling. And you go to thought, I am thought, which thought are you? Are you the, are you the process of thinking? Are you, memori- are you memory? Well, when you lose your memory, then your sense of I should have been gone. When you're not thinking, you're in deep sleep, your sense of I, sh- you should wake up and be completely somebody different because you stop thinking. Your sense of I stopped. And then th- you, you remove thinking, thought, mind from, for your mind, for your, that tendency to grab onto, so it's not there to grab onto. So you're moving, you're removing. And say so I am whatever comes up. Or I am uh, some energy floating in space. Okay. Then what is that energy floating in space? So far the all, everything that, you've, that you experience is related to your, what your senses have picked up, your feeling, your thoughts. What is this other thing that is not any of those things? Have you really experienced something that is not any of those things? So until there is Absolutely none of those things for you to grab onto, and you're left with an appearance which is a complete lack of appearance. And just stay with that. Okay. I
2: think this is relevant. Um, you're, you're saying that if we lose a part of our body, like our leg, uh-huh. that we you know, still have a sense of eye. But I guess, like, I lost part of my body in an accident, and um, I just felt like I was myself without that part of the body. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, amputees, I've spoken with a lot of amputees, um, and um, they still feel their missing limb Mm -hmm. and still think that it's there. Mm -hmm. So I guess, and and people who have, like, lost their memory, I feel like they might think feel like their sense of I, they're a person, but without something that they used to have. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know, it's hard for me to move past that point. Because I know that in the back of my mind there's always that part of me that's missing.
0: Uh-huh.
2: You know, it's like, it's just sort of like background music, like the fact that that part of me is gone.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, the part of me is gone. A
2: part of my body. Uh-huh. But you know, it's a really strong, I think it's really strong
0: kind of cohesiveness uh-huh. right so there. it's not it's not that you're denying that that part of that part is gone the thing is because of that part that is gone do you feel or do you have a sense that you are your, your I, me is, has diminished I feel like a
2: incomplete envelope or something
0: hmm. right you feel incomplete?
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I haven't thought of it. I mean, I,
0: I've thought of it a little bit, but... Right. And w- w- what does that mean, really, I feel incomplete, when you say it? Are you saying that I feel my body is incomplete if you lost a part of your body? Yeah. Then that's true. Then your b- body is incomplete. But the me, is the me incomplete? Are you a little me? How much, are you, how much of a me are you? Are you 90% me? Then that then how much of that me that's gone? A meanness, I'm talking about meanness, not right. not body. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I kinda of
2: miss the, the part of me that's missing sometimes, but mm-hmm. I don't know, but then I know people who have are missing more of their body, like mm-hmm. like I said like their leg, like, mm-hmm. for example, uh, when I was just in Haiti I, we were doing this mirror therapy with amputees mm-hmm. and I was talking with this woman that was
0: missing one of her leg and you know, she still feels like it's there, and she can still feel it, and you know they get like, cramps. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's that experience. But okay. we're talking about the me ness. Okay. That me, which is only me and nothing else but me. But
1: you so that,
0: let's say, for example, that uh, uh, they really lost a part of the me when they lost that part of themselves, m- memory, or body. Okay, they really lost a me then how much of me do you have to erase for for the me to completely be gone if the leg is really really a part of me
1: the whole body
0: then if you remove the whole body then there shouldn't be a me anymore Well, then you're
2: just
0: then who's like, then, then who's just there's no who's just
1: no you it's just
0: your, your no it's not even your spirit there's no you to have a spirit you is you're gone. Your envelope is
2: gone.
0: Ah, so it's so the envelope is not you then. Well,
2: it's part of you, right? You have like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How is it part of you? It's like
2: a component. Mm. It's
0: the envelope that... Okay, that's, I like the cup. Okay, here's the cup. <laughs> if I break this part of the cup, uh-huh. right, this part of it, right, it's not longer there. Can I still call it a cup? Can it, will it still be a cup? Well,
2: the definition of a cup is something. It's a broken cup. but The definition of a cup is something that keeps in fluid. And uh-huh. if it doesn't keep in fluid, then it's a broken cup. Just like your broken body. Mm. If you're missing a, a limb. Your body is, is
1: broken. This piece is
0: missing. But I and mean,
1: I think that's how you feel. Yeah, yeah, feel yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You feel that way. If if that if that piece of you that is missing, and you feel that your me is broken the same way the cup that is broken can no longer function as a cup do you not, can, does your me no longer function as a me
2: well in, in the same way that uh, that it is when, it, when you. so when when someone calls your name you don't you respond because be able your able me walk, is, or your you me might is broken you might not be able to pick something up with your arm you might not be able to write mm-hmm. anymore or you know or you, you still function partially but mm-hmm. it depends on how much of you Gone. You know, if you lose your memory, you, you can't function the same way. I think Lama Maru even said that you couldn't achieve the enlightenment if you lose your memory, or you lose your mind if you're hit by a car and you become brain dead. Then you then it's over, right? Like then you lose mm-hmm. your chance.
0: Lose your chance for what?
2: To achieve, achieve enlightenment.
0: Okay. So everyone who's had that experience, they can never achieve enlightenment.
2: If they become like a vegetable. Hmm. Which is so sort of interesting because then you realize that you do need uh, these components of your physical self in order to uh, truly experience. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you are experiencing happiness, I don't know. You don't
0: have to try. Mm-hmm. I've never, been. I've never been. Well, that's, uh, that's very good. There's a strong sense of identi- ident- identification that you have. And that's what you're supposed to prove to yourself. That sense of identification that you feel—is it completely me? When uh, really, me—the one, what I carry with me that I say is me—is it? Is it? Is that sense diminished because I've lost my arm? It isn't. No, no, no. Does that mean meanness? Does meanness diminish? What do you mean
2: by meanness? Me. Like, isn't meanness your own perception of yourself? If you're saying diminished or increased? Okay,
0: let's say they are. Diminished to who?
2: Diminished
0: to you? Diminished to you?
2: To myself. Uh Only until I process through it and. For me, my perception of myself, you know, since my accident, has has changed Mm -hmm. from when it happened to now to a year from now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure that somebody with a a missing limb, you know, for example, their perception of oh, you know, I just I know from interviewing people, their perception changes. You know, at first, you know, they might want to die. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to live anymore without Owen. But but yeah. they learn to accept it and maybe even become athletes. Uh, athlete, you mm-hmm. know, and run a marathon mm-hmm. or something. You know, your, if your perception of me, I guess, depends uh, whether or not it's diminished or not. I
0: mean, maybe you realize that you can do things you never thought you could do. Mm-hmm. But is there a me there still?
1: Use
0: your mind. Right. I, I'm sure. I'm not sure if if, if we survive and, uh, and we continue to evolve uh, uh, the way we are continuing to evolve, there will be. Th- it seems like it's very not too far in the future where almost every part of your body can be can be uh, rebuilt artificially. Mm-hmm. So someone lost in that time when they're able to do that. And someone loses their arm, his or arm, and they replace it. Because that sense of me di- will, will, have, will be different because it's a different arm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm? I d- it depends on the person, I think. Because I, I know that even, so you, so even if you're a prosthetic, you still feel pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's
1: always
2: there, you know what I mean? It's not, when people lose their life and they
1: have a prosthetic, they still feel like their life is
0: yeah? So no, uh, uh, we're not de- denying that, that the leg is missing. Right. What we're talking about is the sense of me. Is the sense of me, has it become less of a sense of me? Not that you feel different, not that, uh, of course you feel different. I'm saying, does the me-ness, the sense of me, is that something else? So other so than me.
3: someone calls your name. Feeling of, that's me uh-huh does that change? Does that change? Yeah. You lose your arm, somebody calls your name, you be like, "Oh wait, I don't have my arm. that might
2: not be me answer right away. Yeah, to your name, but I don't I mean, is that I don't know. I just know that for me like when there's a change
0: I my <laughs> we're yeah, not denying my there's a change.
2: All the time, part of my body is missing. Yeah and it's still there two years later. Mm. I don't know if you guys know how it feels. So lose a part of your body, mm-hmm. but i just I'm saying that maybe when and and when I meditate on my name, that's the that, that comes up, you know. And I mean, less now than before, but um, it's just you know, like it does become a first perception of, of who you are, you know. I mean,
0: I don't know if that's a question. Well, that's uh, that, that's exactly what you have to you have to work with that experience that you have.
2: Isn't it similar with any type of psychological loss as well? <coughs> yeah. Like a relationship breaks up or whatever. Yeah. Or any kind of event is that you feel fur you feel like, am I still the same person? Am I still me? Mm. So it's similar, it's like you feel altered at first. Mm-hmm. Like when my when my sister took the dog away that I had watched for a year <laughs> I felt like an arm was missing. Because I never wanted to. I work at home, so I never wanted mm-hmm.
3: to. Be. Mm-hmm. So that would always be. Um, I would just share that probably everyone in this room has had an experience where they've gone into a very deep, deep sleep, and then we wake up, and maybe we don't bother to ask where we went, but it was very clear that I at that time wasn't there. And the eye comes back and we wake up. And when we're dreaming, there's a perception of myself dreaming. And I say, oh, I am here, I'm real. But then there are times when I'm dreaming, and I, don't see my, I see myself from a third person perspective. Other people have probably seen that too. And then they go back into a deep sleep and they cease to exist maybe for hours until they wake up again. We didn't bother to ask ourselves the question, where did we go? Mm. And so if this sense of I is based on perception of self, then we can't say perception of self exists 100% of the time. There's much of the time that goes by in your life where there's no perception of self at all. Mm. Then there are people who have had experiences where they've woken up and they didn't see their body at all. And they saw later that they had not a body experience because was just as real as us sitting here and me talking and us listening. But there was no body whatsoever. And they wake up and they're in their body and they say, wow, that was strange. Therefore I cannot be my physical body. Hmm. Then there are other yogis who have taken vows of not lying and so on. They have no reason to lie. But they've seen that the mind isn't Unified at all. It's made up of distinct aspects or characteristics. And they've penetrated and see that the mind isn't isn't this one gelatinous glob of perception. But for now, until we have those kinds of experiences beyond that, we can see that there are times when we go to sleep for hours and we disappear completely. It's only when we wake up and we feel our bodies our minds again, that we say, oh, here I am, and we're somehow comforted with the idea that, oh, I've been here all along, I just went to sleep, but the mind clearly experienced, or did not experience, self for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and we forget.
0: And sometimes in dreams, I don't know if, if other people have had that, when you completely identify with whatever character you're playing in that dream, and you, you are convinced that's you, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and you could have been uh, a, a man seeing yourself as a woman, you could have been a woman seeing yourself as a man, and in that dream you are completely convinced that that's what you are. So if, if you were really this with, with all this part, then there was, there's no way for you to identify in your dream that that's me. Uh, oops. <laughs> I was about to say wait a minute it's time to meditate well, I know, we finished that already now it's <laughs> nice time to say goodbye <laughs> to all our family <laughs> okay uh, thank you very much oh Uh-oh, I have to say that because you might come here next week you're not going to see me it's not because I've meditated into emptiness and <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be uh, uh, out of state For two weeks, and I'll come back after. So next two Fridays, I won't be here. And if if you want to come here and hang out with each other and and still meditate, I'm sure you won't be turned out, turned away. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you.